savior, living in danger. Call upon the one who laid in the manger. Pray to the one who wrestled with Jacob. Glorify his name for the goodness sake of not just for your eternity, but for all of the kids. Growing up, being told that the man who created this world handcrafted your soul does not exist. What? Lion of Judah, follow the truth of the cause and root of the one who's higher than all earth's rulers. Never has the band one more true word. You Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on the Lion of Judah podcast. My name is Noah Ward, and on this episode, we're going to talk about how to serve God during quarantine. Now, this coronavirus has put the world on a halt. Everything that we knew about life prior to this coronavirus seems to have come to a standstill, seems to have come to a pause, that God has put a hold on everything that we had planned. You see, the churches are closed, the schools are closed, the movie theaters are closed, the sports are closed, everything is closed except for what the government deems essential, of course. So how can we serve God during this time? I want to draw your attention to the book of Second Timothy, verse 9. The author, Apostle Paul, was, in, was imprisoned in Rome during this time. And what he said, For I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains, but the word of God is not chained. You see, they could put a hold on us, they could put a restriction on us, but the word of God will never be chained. The gospel will never be restricted. This world will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. So how can you serve God during this time? Well, I guess we have to define what serving God means. Because we can serve God in many ways. People just think that serving God is strictly ministry. And we'll talk about ministry in a second. But serving God, before you can build up the kingdom of God in the world... You have to build up the kingdom of God in your own life. How do you serve God when you're in quarantine? Well, my question to you would be is how often are you reading your Bible? How much time are you spending with God? Do you have an established prayer life? Are you seeking the face of the Lord while you have nothing but time and opportunity to do so? When you read your Bible, are you reading it for five minutes and then going on to what's next in your day? Reading the Bible for five, ten minutes and then going to your video games, your TV shows, your texting friends? Or are you giving God a chunk of your day and praying to God saying, Lord, build me up with wisdom and strength? You see, you are allowed to pray and ask God for wisdom. I do every day. You are allowed to pray and ask God for strength and endurance and patience. I do every day. You see, in order to build yourself up in the spirit, you need to feed 
your spirit. You see, we have a physical body and we also have a spiritual body. We eat three meals every day for our physical body. We go to the gym, we work out, we take a walk. We do a lot for our physical body. But what about our spiritual body? What about our spiritual body? You see, going over to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, Apostle Paul says, For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that is now and of that which is to come. So I'm not saying don't go and work out your body. I'm not saying go, don't eat and feed your body. But what's Apostle Paul saying? He says that only profits little. But building up in godliness, strengthening your godliness, exercising your spirit is profitable for all things. So that's where your focus should be. If you are walking the Christian life, your focus should be always on building up your spirit. That is how you can serve God here today. How do, you, how do you expect God to use you in a mighty way if you haven't built up your spirit in a necessary way? How do you expect God to use you in a mighty way as an evangelist, as a pastor, as a leader, as a minister, as a missionary, if you don't know his word in context? If you haven't sat down and read the Bible cover to cover and didn't stop there. See, Jesus says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So you want an opportunity to serve God? Jesus says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And then all these other things will be added to you. So that's where your focus should be. First things first. You need to walk in the spirit and not in the lust of your flesh. You need to walk according to the things of God. And not to the things of the world. You see all these time, all this time that you spend playing video games and watching Netflix and Hanging out with your friends. That, that doesn't profit you anything. God can't use that for good. I mean, God can use anything for good. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to building the kingdom of heaven, the time that you spend in the world, if you were to give that to God, God could use that for a much greater purpose than just you serving yourself. So the question, how do I serve God in quarantine? First things first, you have to give God that quarantine time. Not just use it, oh, you get a couple extra naps in the day. You get more time to finish that Netflix series. No, that's not what God is asking you to do. You have the freedom to do that. But we're not talking about how can you finish a Netflix series during this quarantine. We're talking about how can you serve God during this quarantine. 
So the first thing before you can expect God to use you in a mighty way to build up his kingdom is that you have to build up the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven in your own life, in your own soul, in your own spirit. Begin that walk with God. You can't just get saved. Say, yes, I believe in God. Okay, God, let's go. Let's do this. You see, when Apostle Paul got saved on the road to Damascus, prior to that, Saul of Tarsus, he was a Pharisee. He was in the Sanhedrin. He was a Pharisee of Pharisees. He was top of the line. He thought that the church of Jesus Christ was destructive to the kingdom of God because the kingdom of Jesus Christ when Jesus Christ came and established the new covenant it went against everything that these that the Jewish people believed in the law that they practiced so Saul before he became apostle Paul Saul went out on a mission to persecute the church to imprison the church even until death And he was on the road to Damascus with the papers in his hands to order the persecution of more Christians. And the risen Lord met him on the path to Damascus and said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And the light of the glory of Jesus Christ shone so bright it blinded him. And he said, Who are you, Lord? Who are you? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Now, after that, we know Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul wrote most of the New Testament. We know how God used Apostle Paul in a mighty way, how Apostle Paul was able to serve God. But did it happen right after he got saved on the road to Damascus? No, what happened is, is that he went to Damascus and he studied the scriptures over again for three years, now knowing that Jesus Christ is the risen Lord. He set apart this time for three years. Three years just learning the scripture, just walking with God. Before he started going on missionary journeys and prior to missionary journeys, before he even started preaching the gospel. He had to relearn the scriptures. He had to walk with the Lord. He had to serve God in this way before he could serve God in a mightier way. So after he preached in Jerusalem, he got ran out of Jerusalem, had to end up going back to Tarsus. He went back to Tarsus. And he spent 14 years just living his life. God put a hold on his life. He was waiting on the Lord. Obviously still doing ministry work. Once you're a Christian, you're always going to be doing ministry work, whether you recognize it or not. But between that time where Paul got ran out of Jerusalem for preaching the gospel to the Jews, it was 14 years before Barnabas came and they started their first missionary journey of church building. 14 years that Paul spent seeking the Lord, walking with the Lord, before, before God started using him in the mighty way in the book of Acts, building the churches. 
So what does that tell us? Tells me personally that if I give my life to the Lord, I can't always decide how God is going to choose me to serve him. Understand that wherever God has put you today, that's an, that's a chance for ministry for you. You ask, how can I serve God during this quarantine? Well, my question to you would be is who is around you during this quarantine? You have a family, right? So once once you learn the word of God, once you are walking in your spirit and building up in the spirit and building up in the kingdom of God, then you have the strength, you have the wisdom, you have the capability to give people that hope that lives inside of you. You have family that you can build up in the faith. You have friends that don't know the Lord. Reach out to them. I'm not saying you have to shove the gospel down their throat. That'll, that'll cause more damage than help them. But you ask, how can you serve God during quarantine? You want to meet God where he's at during this quarantine. You see, I'm in quarantine too, and I'm serving God by reading my Bible, watching sermons, preaching on the internet to as many people as I can, doing these podcasts, doing live streams, answering people's questions, ministering people in one-to-one conversations over text messages, direct messages. You see, wherever you're at, there's an opportunity to minister the gospel, to serve God. You see, oftentimes as Christians, we understand that our life is built around seasons. And we're all experiencing a season right now. I'm not talking about summer, winter, fall, and spring. I'm talking about seasons of life. How there's a season in your life that determines how things are shaping up in your life. You go over to Ecclesiastes. Let me just flip there real quick. You go over to Ecclesiastes and it makes it very clear that there's a season and a time for everything. And oftentimes, we can look towards that next season in our life and think that we'll be able to serve God better in that season. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 says, To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. That's what we're going through right now. We're going through a time to refrain from embracing. (laughs) Embracing just means to put your arms around someone, tell you, tell me, love them, you know, embracing. A time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time of hate, 
a time of war and a time of peace. So oftentimes during the Christian life, I know I'm guilty of this. I try to do as best as I can to not let myself fall into this habit anymore. We can, we can oftentimes look into the next season of our life and think, oh, wow, man, once this is over with, man, and I get into that next, I'm going to be able to serve God better than I can today. Oh, it's going to be mighty. But you see, Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Worry about today. Sufficient is the problems of today. Reason he says that is because tomorrow isn't truth yet. There is nobody that knows what is going to happen tomorrow. You might have things planned, but plans change. You might have an idea, but ideas get destroyed. You understand that? The only person who knows about tomorrow is God Almighty. So we can oftentimes look into the next season and say, man, I could serve God better over there. Man, God, can you just clear this up over here so I can go over there? Because we see problems in our season today. But in every season, there will be a problem. We could look towards the blessing of tomorrow and forget about the blessing of today. What has God given you today to serve him? Well, God gave you a Bible and God gave you people in your life that need to hear what you got to say about Jesus Christ, how Jesus Christ has affected your life, what Jesus Christ has done for you. So start there. How can you serve God in quarantine? Seek God. Walk with God. And you will find that God will start opening doors for you. There are doors open in your life right now to give people the gospel. Right now. There's a door open right now for you. Think about it. Who in your life is around you that you talk to that doesn't know the Lord? Bring them closer. I'm not saying you got to get them down there and converted as a Christian. Leave that to the Lord. Leave that to the power of the Holy Spirit to convict them and bring them that, to that conclusion. Because not everybody is going to take what we're selling. You have to understand that. Not everybody wants to hear the truth. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He said he came in with the light. And instead of receiving the light, the world stayed in the darkness because the world liked the darkness better than the light. Because their deeds were evil. So we have to understand, not everybody's going to like that light. They're going to say, hey, hey, who turned that light on? Hey, turn that off. It's bothering me. Turn that light off. And when you walk with the light, it's going to make some people uncomfortable. So understand that. Understand that not everybody is going to receive the gospel. Does that mean you're not serving God by giving it to them? Absolutely not. You are serving God. And God's making you stronger through that. And he's building you up. So how can you serve God during quarantine? How did you serve God before quarantine? Were you serving at the church? Because after quarantine, that's a whole different story. You can, you can get to your church and you can start talking to your pastor saying, how can I serve the church? How can I serve the church? What can I do? Can I, can I pick up a broom and sweep the floors for you guys? What can I do? Because you have to understand, once we're in the church, we're a family and the family has chores. See what I'm saying? So there's many different opportunities to serve outside of quarantine. You know, when you're at your job, when you're at your work. You don't want to lose your job by preaching the gospel too much. But God will open that door for you to give people that gospel. 
You don't want to stand out with a mega with a bullhorn saying, "Repent now, repent now, you sinner, or you're going to hell." That's not how God ordained you to preach. You're supposed to live by example, and let God open the doors to give people the gospel. Walk in love. Walk in love. Let the love of God flow through you on the people around you. And that's how you can serve God during quarantine. You could post pictures of Bible verses on Instagram, on Facebook, on Snapchat, on Twitter. And that's serving God. You can have fellowship conversations with your brothers and sisters in Christ who either know God or don't know God. And that's serving God. You can read your Bible, and that's serving God. You can watch a sermon on YouTube, that's serving God. You're listening to this podcast right now, that's serving God. I'm recording this podcast right now, that's serving God. So no matter where you're at in life, no matter what is going on in your life, no matter if you feel like you're equipped No matter if you feel like you have the opportunity before you, there is an opportunity there to serve God. You just have to look at what season you're in today and how you can serve God best. But there's always an opportunity to serve the king. And if all else fails, you don't have a Bible, you don't have access to the internet to listen to a sermon, and you've got nobody to talk to. You can still serve God. You say, how, Noah? Prayer. Pray. Pray for the world. Pray for the people you know. Intercessory prayer is a ministry. There's always a way to serve God, whether there's a quarantine or not. But the focus of this message was how to serve God in the middle of quarantine. There's always an opportunity for you to serve God, whether you can see it or not. You can serve God in any situation in your life. Paul was in prison in Rome, chained, when he wrote the letter to Timothy. He said, remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead. According to my gospel, for which I suffer trouble as an evil doer, even to the point of chains, but the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying. For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Even in times when we're faithless, we serve a God that is faithful. Hallelujah. And that's who he is. He's a faithful God. And that's why he says he cannot deny himself. Because 
He's a faithful God. That's his character. He's a God of love. That's his character. That's what he's made out of. He cannot deny that of himself. So whether you feel like you've fallen short with your service to God, he's still faithful, still reaching his hand out, still like saying, okay, that's cool. But that's in the past. We're on a whole different page. How can you serve me on this page? Let's write this page of your story. And that's that's God's will for your life. Find the reason of the season that you are in and serve God to the best of your ability every day. Read the Bible. Watch the sermon. Do everything that you can to shine the light of the gospel to everybody you know. And that is how you can serve God in this quarantine. I thank you so much for listening in to this sermon, this message. I pray that this was edifying and able to build you up and strengthen you and motivate you to serve God to the best of your ability. Whatever that means for you. Whatever doors God has opened up. Because all you have to do is look and there is a door open for you right now to serve the Lord. Right now. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you guys for tuning in. God bless you.